You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. C. Welcome to Cozy Womb Podcast. Let's go. Hey, this is Shan, Mama the Girls. Thank you for checking in. If this is your first time at Cozy Womb Podcast, welcome. It's a very random but frequently posted show. Enjoy what you can when you can. It's for new parents. Y'all are very welcome. It's for a second, third, or more time around parents too. And I did not forget those of you who aren't quite there yet, haven't had your first kid, but you're thinking about it and you're just curious on what it takes to go ahead and survive the kids that you may make. Cool. Since we're all here, let's get into today's episode. Now, if you live in the United States, you can legally evict your kid at 18 and and that's up to you. That's if that's something you want to do. Why would you want to do it? I don't know. Kicking your kid out without warning can be a legal liability. So they can sue you. In Georgia, you have to, if someone is getting mail there, you have to go through the courts to evict them and give them at least three months notice for Georgia. Um, My thing is, why would you want to kick your kid out just because they turned 18? If you think about where your mind was when you were 18, you know now, at your age now, further in your adult life, that not being at your parents' house at 18 did you a disservice because there's a lot that comes with adulting at 18 
19, 20, 21. 21, you've just been able to go ahead and drink in some states, right? And there's so much that happens in adult life. There's so much more responsibility when it's just you and you're not under your parents' roof that you have to look out for. And a lot of young people are not mentally prepared for that. They're not emotionally mature for that. And they physically don't have the means to work a job and balance their wants and priorities at that young age. I just don't think it's a good age to kick your kid out on. The bad age for me personally to move out as a young person would be any age between 18 and 24 years old. Because think about it. At at 17, I enrolled in college, right? Um, and I was going to college full-time. I was working two jobs. One was an internship that turned into assistant at an office. The other was retail. Um, you know, that really doesn't pay much. So what are you really going to be paying when you have to be at college full-time doing classes instead of being at a job giving you money for that time when you're at class. You're really not going to be able to afford a car note. You're really not going to be able to afford kids. You're really not going to be able to afford paying for your own apartment, utilities, insurance, all the adult things that come with having your quote-unquote own things and being quote-unquote grown. You're not going to be ready for between that age. I graduated college at 21, and you know what happens after you graduate college? Six months after that, whoever gave you a loan for you to go through school wants their money back. So how are you going to maintain a home where you're living, pay that rent, pay utilities, pay your other bills that are necessities, pay for a car note, and then add student loans in on that and get ahead? How are you going to save with all of that, all of that demand? So it's better for you to live in your parents' home and not have to pay for utilities. Because believe it or not, when you go to go get utilities, you have to put down a down payment. You have to have a line of credit for them to see that, okay, you're consistently paying your bills now, so I don't have to worry about you not being able to pay your utilities. There's certain steps that you have to do in order to prepare your child to leave your home and be able to adult in life without adding more of a burden to what you have going on with your mortgage. Because this is how I see it. If I let my daughters move out the house at 18 and they're not mature enough, they're going to make stupid decisions in adult life And I'm going to be the one they call to come fix it. And if I don't want to have to put out money to fix big, stupid decisions, then I need to keep them in my house as long as possible. Now, I understand that, yes, young adults want independence. They want freedom. They want options. They want the right to say they can do things themselves. They want a place of no judgment. They want, um, you know the room to move about 
come and go as they please, not have any rules, you know, be in control. But you can't afford that. And this is why it is important for parents to make sure that they don't sit there and worry about giving their kids everything. Sometimes your kids don't need everything. Sometimes your kids just need to focus on the needs that they have that their parents should take care of. Not your grandparents, not your mom and dad taking care of your children that you decide to have. You, you and their father taking care of the things that they need. And as far as their wants, let them earn their wants or let them pay for their wants. Okay? At 16, your child should be out having a job. It could be retail. It could be working in a restaurant. But they work their way up. And every job that they go after has to be better than the next. Like, you have to start that engine for them and that mindset. So when they get out there, they keep getting jobs that are better than the next until they find what they really love and what they really want to do and what's really going to support their ideas and their goals. That is how you start that mindset. When your child gets to a certain age, they can be put on your credit card as an authorized user. I'm not saying that you should give them your credit card. I'm saying put them on your credit card because you have already started a line of credit to help build their credit. That way, When a child turns 17 and then 18, they're going to get a flood of um, mail of credit card people trying to get them to open a credit card. It's just going to keep coming in. All through college, that's all I remember. Getting credit cards sent to the house. Get a credit card sent to the house. And I'm just like, ooh, this is basically free money. It's not free money. A credit card is not free money. And I need parents to stress to their kids that credit cards are not a card with free money on it. It's money with a limit available to them to use. But there are rules and conditions to that card. There's a reason why they're offering you a chance to use a card with X amount of money on it that you do not have at the moment to buy what you want at the moment that you possibly do not need. Because if you think about it, if your child is living with you and they need something so bad that they have to put it on a credit card, why can't you do that for your child? You're still their mother. You're still their father. Okay? Um, You're only supposed to be using 30% of that credit card. And at the end of every month, you should be paying that shit back in full. Pay it back in full, okay? That is how that should go. Stress that to your teenagers. Let them know, okay? Yes, I got paid. No, I do not have money to spend. This is why I do not have money to spend. I have to pay all of the needs first. Then I have to pay all of the things coming up after I got paid. That's going to be in between the time I get paid next. And then I have to prepare to maintain from the point of me getting paid this week to the next time that I get paid. And that's something that you learn over time. An 18-year-old is not going to get that up front. 
A 19-year-old is not going to get that. 20, you're not going to get that. 21, you probably get a little bit of that. 22, 23, 24. Then you start getting into jits and stuff and realizing that it was stupid for you to leave your parents' house. Like, that's how that works. That's how that goes. You know, young people are facing debt, bills, irresponsibleness, unknown adult issues, rent, down payments. I call it credit card villains because that's what that is. When you turn 18, they start flooding into your mail and your name and you think you should go ahead and open up all them credit cards. You shouldn't. Cut them up and throw them in the trash. I'm 32 now and they still come to my house and I cut them up and I put them in the trash. Car insurance, renter's insurance, stress the importance of renter's insurance, stress the importance of life insurance. If you have a teenager that is driving out here in these streets with the way that these people drive, make sure they have some life insurance. Life insurance is not something you get when you're old. It's something you get when you're out here with complete strangers, walking about, driving about. If you have children, you should have life insurance, period. They should be on your life insurance. If you have a 401k, not sure why you do because there's other ways to grow your money. But if that's something you want to do for your retirement, fine. Go ahead and put your children on there as beneficiaries. Like there are things that you're supposed to be doing in life in adulthood that someone in between 18 and 24 is not going to understand. This is why I don't think that it's a smart idea to kick your kids out just because they turned 18. Like, that makes no sense to me. Um, Retail is not going to pay for everything you need living on your own between 18 and 24 years old. I'm telling you, it's not it. Restaurant payments are not going to be it as far as the job that's going to be able to help you maintain between 18 and 24 years old living on your own. It's just not it. Now, if you're bartending and you want to hustle and you want to work all the time and you want to grind it out, maybe you'll be able to struggle and maintain. But why struggle and maintain when you can live with your parents? You know, when they could help, you know, guide you and be there to catch you. And you don't have to worry about rent. You don't have to worry about utilities. All you would be worrying about living with your parents would be um, contributing to the household. Maybe um, you can offer to pay uh, a phone bill or pay for the lawn to be cut. You know, getting your child in the practice of having a bill come up and paying it on time or if they have a car note and it's cheaper for you to have them on your insurance give me half of the payment for your car note and I'll pay the other half if you I would suggest any person for their first car between 16 and 25 years old to just buy a used car and drive it until you can afford to maintain a new vehicle. Like, I don't think anyone between 16 and 25 years old should be having a car note. It's not necessary, especially if you're a new driver. You know, for me, my kids will always and can always come back home to live with me. 
because life happens. Sometimes the plan that you have doesn't go the way that you thought. I'm a mother for life. So my kids can always come back home. And my suggestion for teenagers and young people who think, oh, when I'm 18, I'm going to get my own place. I'm going to get my own apartment. I'm going to live on campus. And I'm going to do all of this. And college is going to be great. And I have all this money. And if I need this, I'm going to just call my mom and dad. Your mom and dad got other things going on. And if you are not in college on a full scholarship, who you think is going to be preparing for you to be done with college and start paying back those loans? Like you have to be considerate and you have to be mindful that your parents have things going on too. Your parents have life happening too. Don't be a burden to your parents when you can be someone who is responsible, who is considerate, and who is preparing just like they've been preparing for you. I suggest that you stay with your parents as long as possible. If your son or daughter wants to move and they need a plan, make sure they have a five-year plan um, on what they're going to do after they move out to maintain. Make sure they've been working a consistent job that pays Um, well and has benefits and make sure they've been showing you that they're responsible enough to work that job for at least three years make sure every paycheck that they get being that they do not have their own place being that they're not paying utilities make sure that they are saving $200 out of each check every time they get paid now when you're young it's going to be hard to have all these taxes taken out of your paycheck up front And have this left and then look at it and be like, I need to save $200. You have to be mindful of where you're putting your money and how is it growing and how is is it going to benefit you. Right now, banks and having savings accounts and just having money just sit there and have a little bit of interest at the end of the year, it doesn't make any sense. It makes a lot more sense putting your money into real estate in order to grow it and have, you know, more equity in something and having a cash flow than just having a whole bunch of money sitting in a savings account. Now, CD accounts are great. Um, If you want to open up a CD account uh, for your kid when they get older, that way they have money put aside and they can only touch it at a certain date. Great. Do it set it up so just look into ways to grow your money look into stocks if you know a friend of yours or some family that's good with stocks look into opening an account with that Um, make sure that your children are authorized users on the credit card of the parents to help build their credit Um, as far as the card like I was saying buying Um, And owning their first car is better than having a car note. Um, Use defensive driving courses for a discount um, in your state. Now, every state is different. I know Georgia, when you do the defensive driving course, which you do have the option of doing it online, that discount lasts up to three years, which is a great discount off on your car insurance. Because depending on how drivers are and the city that you live, um... And the budget that that state has as far as like 
accidents go, if it goes over that budget, I guarantee you that the insurance for the next upcoming year is going to get higher. Nobody really has the control over the prices on um, car insurance. That's between the state, the budget, and the accidents that has been predicted and not seen for that year before. You don't have any control over that. What you can do is take as many discounts as possible. Um, I suggest you get a Navy Federal Credit Union account with their kids or get them to get an account with that. Or you could use Delta Credit Union. Um, As far as getting an apartment, look for an efficient apartment with utilities included. Now, that's rare and hard to find these days, but a lot of places, depending on where it is on the outskirts of the inner city, may have utilities included, which will save you money. That's a bill you do not have to pay. Limit credit card usage and pay before the due date. Don't be late on a credit card um, payment because it'll look bad on your credit, okay? And make sure that your kid is a focused child, a focused young person, someone that understands wants over needs. Make sure that they have a mentor, okay? Being someone's parents is one thing, but that child having a mentor that they can talk to about things they don't want to talk to their parents directly about, that's a plus. That's something good to have. Um, The maturity check. Do the maturity check with your child before they move out. Um, How are they at accepting failure? How are they at at being open-minded? Are they self-aware? Do they have respect for others? Are they optimistic? Do they have the ability to work with people they don't like and put their ego and pride aside and get the job done? Do they have the ability to save and commit? All of those things are important to see if your child is ready to go ahead and move out your house. A lot of other cultures get a lot farther in life by staying in their family home with their parents and other extended family for long periods of time before they move out and they get their own place, before they buy that car that they really wanted. While they're in school, instead of paying for an apartment and having added expenses, they're focused on going to school, getting a great GPA, getting a great job, um, interning or doing whatever they have to do in the field that they really want. And they're more focused on that because all of the other little petty things in life that get in the way of you going for the things that you want aren't holding you back. Some people move out of their parents' home into their first house and their homeowners, okay? So just think about, okay, when my child turns 18, how, how do I want my life set up? What do I want to do? How do I want to prepare them? Because it's always up to parents to better prepare their child to be better adults. That's what I've been doing so far. That's what I'm going to continue to do. So do not let your child get to age 18 and kick them out. You're not helping them. You're doing a disservice. My name is Shan. I'm just sharing, you know, some thought. I just hope parents um, keep in mind that the average move out age for a person should be 27 years old. To me, mm, that's kind of late. 
but personally how things are growing in price how uh apartments are being set at price you know in san francisco there is no middle class anymore okay in new york it's really hard for you to get an apartment that's a nice size with good amenities um it just makes sense to keep your child at home as much as possible okay um, I say at least have your child live with you till they're about 25, 26. Now, if you want to go for the, the, the average age of 27, great. But just think about how you're setting up your child to be successful when they leave your house. Are you setting up your child to fail? Thank you for listening to Cozy Boom. Bye. Thank you for still listening. Got any advice or just want to ask anything? You can reach me on IG at Cozy Moon Mama or at whoisshan.com or you can email me at cozywoomama at gmail.com. Thanks. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.